Welcome to the Secrets Women Keep podcast. I am your secret keeper and confidant, Lauren White. I'm a qualified counsellor and sexologist, facilitator of all things turn on, author of permission, and a witty, highly intuitive lounge room dancing introvert. I help you as an exceptional woman in entrepreneurship to see, love, and trust all the parts of yourself, especially the unseen. Let's pull back the curtain, light the candelabra, and lift the veil. These are the secrets women keep. This episode of The Secrets Women Keep is taken from an Instagram live that I did that I could not resist sharing further with the world. Take a deep breath. We are talking all about the nexus of being unapologetic and letting yourself die so that you can feel fully alive. I feel compelled to take you on a ride tonight to take you on a real ride to source your power through truly becoming unapologetic. It's another one of the, it's one of those buzzwords. People love the word unapologetic. They love it. People love saying, I'm unapologetic, this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, when you're unapologetic you don't even need to use the word unapologetic you just are the thing but for the sake of capturing your attention tonight I'm going to use the word unapologetic and I want to riff with you about your power being unapologetic and being 101% brazenly like brazen as yourself because there's a lot of bullshit to wade through when it comes to truly being yourself. And I've waded through it. And it's a big part of my mission to not have you have to wade through as much bullshit as I have. So being unapologetic, firstly, it requires you to dance with death. And so many people are scared of death and it frightens them and they don't want to think about it and they avoid it. Your fear of death means that you never truly live. And what I mean by that is it's not living as though every single day is your last, but what it means is no longer tolerating being in a suspended kind of state. It means no longer being okay with just existing and surviving. When you get comfortable with the many deaths that happen in your identity, then you can rebirth, then you can truly live. And I see so many women that are existing, that are in their little girl that are still looking out at what everyone else has, still looking outward at what everyone else has and getting jealous and getting jealous of the women that are showing up as women. That's little girl stuff. And in order to be unapologetic, 
there needs to be a death, a beautiful ceremony to let go of the little girl being at the helm of your business and the helm of your life, holding the reins really, really, really tight. And so every time you don't allow yourself to go through a proper, adequate, sufficient micro death of the energy that's holding you back or holding you in, you can't truly live an unapologetic life. You can't truly be in your power because you're conflicted. You're ambivalent. You can't decide anything. You feel like it's all too much and then you make no decision, which is a decision of of its own. So I want to share with you tonight a little bit about more about what it means to be truly unapologetic and some of my story of where this work is at and where it looks like, where it keeps nudging me that it wants to go. And in order to really follow those green lights that are inside of me, that are outside of me, all of them, I need to be unapologetic about where I need to be unapologetic about where this work wants to go. And it occurred to me recently, as always, I got a download in the kitchen. (laughs) Always happens when you're away from a computer, okay? You're not going to get the big ideas and the big rushes and winds of change through sitting at a computer or being on your phone. This is, this is like, this is okay though. This is exemplary to all of that. You being here right now. I was in the kitchen. I was like, fuck, I am not creating the events that I know I am born to create. And it occurred to me after one of my mastermind calls, this was a few weeks ago. And I just went, I was in the kitchen. I was like, oh, I'm not hosting salons. I'm not, I say I want all these things. I say I want all of these sensations. I say I'm a, I'm a, I am a courtesan. Like I am not from this fucking era. I'm, I've been born in the wrong time and I'm trying to make it work in this time. It's like, so why aren't I creating events in the spaces that turn me on? Why aren't I doing the thing that I know I am born to do? And why am I, why am I holding back? And when it landed in, I was like, fuck, fuck. And I knew I had to take action. I knew I needed to start looking. I knew I needed to allow a death to happen again. You don't just die once in this lifetime. You don't just die at the end of your body's time on this earth. You should be dying over and over and over again. It is natural to go through micro deaths throughout your life because when something dies, the true you can be born, can rebirth, can rise up again. So I realized recently, because I've been through this enough time to be a bloody connoisseur, bloody expert, (laughs) an expert in death, and I love the taboo. I love talking about the taboo. That's not going anywhere. I've been working taboo, highly stigmatized areas of health 
for 20 years now, 20 years. So it's not going anywhere. And I realized the words came through as like, I don't want to exist anymore. I realized what I meant when those words came through was it didn't mean I don't want to be here on this earth anymore. It meant I don't want to exist as I have been existing. I crave sensation. I crave every facet of my body being activated and excitory. And I know I'm not alone in that. I know I'm not alone. And when I read these old books, I could fucking cry. When I read these old books, I go, oh, my God, I was in that time. I was in that time. And I'm unapologetic about that. I was in these other times of life that were built around people experiencing intellectual intimacy in luxurious, opulent, velvet-clad spaces, sharing ideas and generating change and revolutions. And that is what I'm here to do. I'm here to remind you that you are fucking alive, that you will need to die in order to feel like you're fully alive. And I see so many women that are half dead, that are walking around existing, that are just not so scared. Why are you so scared? Why are you so scared of feeling alive? You should be fucking scared that you are half dead. That should scare the shit out of you. I can, I can, I cannot relate. I cannot connect. I do, I don't get it. How can you be so scared of feeling alive when you're walking around half dead? Isn't that scary? Being numb? Being like, not knowing who you are, not allowing yourself to do things that feel edgy, not withholding, holding on, holding in, being in shutdown, being in fetal position, being contracted, that should all scare you. That is not a normal state of living or being. That is not you living. That is you existing. That is not you feeling alive. So if you, I, people bandy around these words on Instagram and they are not in their, like they are not in their bodies when they are not in their bodies. I hate buzzwords. I hate it when people just take a word like be brave, be unapologetic. You're not fucking brave. You're not fucking unapologetic. You are still showing up the exact same fucking way using a buzzword and hoping that people believe it. You cannot use those words. Do not have the audacity to use those words unless you are going out there and doing the things that are the actions of the words that you're saying. Otherwise, you're incongruent. When it comes to you, when it comes to this one precious life, are you really allowing yourself, are you really indulging in, in your fantasy world and are you allowing your fantasy world to come into your reality? I want you to know everything in your fantasy world can be extracted and made like put into the real tangible world. 
sometimes, and this is my mission, I'm relating this back to you because I know that the women that really love this work, whether they've said yes to it before or not, I know that they are craving sensation that they can't even articulate. I know that they are craving an experience that they just can't even like, it's like that. I know that because I've been that woman and that's where my journey started 10 years ago. Started 20 years ago in mental health, but then rewind, God, 12 years ago, ago when I started sexology, I knew that I just wanted this more that I couldn't articulate. I knew I wanted this fantasy world that I couldn't to be my life. I was just always up here, not sometimes in my head, but more often than not in my fantasy world. And it's my job. And this is, this is not easy, by the way, but it's true. It's my job and my mission to take what's in here, this fucking secret society, masquerade, velvet clad candelabra, like party of ultimate hedonism and indulgence and connection and dance and blood pumping. It is my job, because <laughs> I keep getting told, it's my job to bring that into reality for women. Everything that you, like everything that you dream of, the movies that you love, the music that you love, everything, all of that can be brought into reality. And that is what I'm doing. That is what I'm doing right now. And, of course, I want it to go global. I want it to be bigger than Brisbane as much as I love being here. But it starts here. It starts with where I'm at. It starts with where I'm rooted in. And then it can spread bigger. So my big question is, are you ready to get off the screens and to really come into a space or spaces where I have unapologetically created something that I know that you unapologetically want and desire? And are you willing to allow a death in your identity and a death in your fear state and a death in your little girl always like controlling the money and controlling the experiences or the lack of experiences? Are you willing to let go of her, at least temporarily? Are you willing to allow that little girl to gently step back so that you can step up as the unapologetic woman inside? It will require a death. I think you've got the gumption. I know you're up for it. You have to allow these mini micro deaths in your identity in order for this to come full throttle. And please, please don't say, I'm going to go and put my big girl pants on. That saying needs to be eradicated. That is the most horrible saying that is out there. There is no man out there saying, I need to put my big boy pants on. Like, just no. Do not infantilize yourself. Just say, I'm done with this stuff. I am so ready to do things differently and I'm ready to invest in myself in a different way and I'm willing to show up to things in a new way and I'm willing to go to things that feel edgy, that feel daunting, that feel 
a little bit scary. This is what your sovereignty needs. This is what your power needs. This is the thing. Are you in? Like, are you willing for that to take place in order to be what you see other women being? And are you willing to, instead of just defaulting to jealousy and I'm triggered and I'm, you're not triggered, you're activated, you're being called up. You're not triggered. You're being asked to call up, step up, you're being called up. So stop defaulting to mm, straight away, take a big, big expensive breath into your body and say, Thank you to that other woman for showing me another way. I'm willing to allow a death of that default reaction in order to, to start to step up. You will not step up from this place. It's not going to happen. Little girl, take a big breath and go, thank you for showing me another way. What is the next inspired action I can take? to be my own best version of myself. And it's not going to be the same route that that woman did it that you're getting jealous of. It's going to be your own version. And that's what being unapologetic is. It is not replicating and emulating what another woman has done. It's going to be your version. Be in full ownership of that. Everything I do in my life and my work, I say, I ask, how much do I want this? And as you know, I ask, does this turn me on? I'm not polling you all saying, should I do this and should I do that? I am creating things from a place of desire because my fantasy world has to be brought out into the material world so that I can experience it. And when I can experience it, you all have the benefit of just showing up and experiencing it as well. I want this so much. I want to be a hostess of the highest order in the most epic, opulent, hedonistic luxurious spaces that like that are just that just blow your mind I want that and I'm creating that I'm creating that in Brisbane in a month because it has to be done I can't not do it I'm compelled so when you're jealous when you're definitely not being unapologetic and saying sorry every two seconds for something that you haven't even done wrong. I want you to slow everything down. Know that you are hot shit. Know that you are a sovereign being. Know that you can move through this world with your shoulders down and back and your chest out and that you can move through this world and be in full ownership of yourself and declare, I belong to me. I belong to me. And when you belong to you, you show and are a way shower for every other woman that they can belong to themselves as well. No one benefits when you're sorry, sorry, oh, little girl, little girl, little girl. Your little girl can come out when you are being playful, when you're doing something fun, when you're being creative, 
when you are inspired, when you're being curious, that's when we bring her out. Don't make her make all the big decisions that your woman needs to make. Don't make her take care of money decisions. Don't make her decide like lifelong partners, long commitments, signing contracts. That's not on her because she's not going to make the decision that is for your highest good and that is going to move the needle forward, like move the needle for you in, in this life. Can you please, if you're on this call, can you let me know if you are feeling this and if you are understanding the web, if you are connecting to the web of how to be unapologetic. You call your little girl back, you allow a death, within her to like stop making the decisions it's not on her let her come out and play let her get creative let her get curious let her explore to not put her at the helm of decisions in your life and work and your intimate life it's not her it's not her decision to make step up step up and step up you're gonna have to step up again and again and again and you're gonna have to die and rebirth again and again and again and again. Every menstrual cycle, every moon cycle, this is your commitment to growth and expansion for the rest of your life. And you get better at it the more you embrace it. And you get bolder every time. And you get wiser every time. And you get more powerful every time. And I know you want that. I know you want it because you're watching all the other women who are actually doing the thing. Do you know what feels better than watching someone do the thing? Is you being the thing. Like what a rush, what a dopamine hit. When you find your power, you find it in your body and you find it in your voice and you step forward and you keep things moving and you keep showing up for yourself even when you get rejected, even when no one wants the thing. I know that event that I'm speaking into and I'm sharing, even if you're not in Brisbane or can't access Brisbane, I'm telling it to you because the vision is still to take it beyond Brisbane. And that vision, I know without a shadow of a doubt that that will grow and bloom into incredible masquerade parties and Art Deco 1920s parties and French salons. I know where we share, like we share, we have a meeting of the minds and we share our ideas and we have this intellectual intimacy and this emotional intimacy between women, high caliber women. I know that this is all inevitable. And I know that this event coming up in September, using that as an example, I know that if I was the only person sitting in that room, that that event is still a success. Because guess what? I fucking did it. Guess what? I don't care about the money. I don't care how many people show up. I don't care. All I care about is am I satisfied with being on my deathbed and saying I never tried? I was too scared. I was in my little girl. I never found out that scares the shit out of me. Not finding out. 
not following curiosity, sitting there watching Netflix every night. How boring. How boring. I want to be out in the world. I want to be touching new sensations. I want to be having new conversations with people. I don't want to be in front of a blue light screen. It's a great tool, but it's not where I want to be. I want to be in places where women are excited and their blood is pumping through their veins and they are dancing with abandon. Like that's what I want. That is my fantasy and I'm making it my reality because no one else is doing it. Very few are doing it. I know it's on me and I know that I will be on my deathbed, my final deathbed. I know I'll be I'll be lying there and I know I'll be able to say I did everything I could to make this world a sexier place, a more seductive place, a more sovereign place. I know I did everything in my power to create a space for women to experience what's only in their fantasy mind, what they only see on movies, but you get to actually be in it in real life if you say yes to yourself. I know that I'm going to be on my deathbed and I'm not going to be saying I was scared I played small. I have regrets. I should have done this. I should have done that. They're not going to be the words that I use. You are so scared of what? Of whose fucking opinion? Some family member that's not even invested in your life? Some family member that doesn't even share the same values as you? Some former employer? Some boring high school friend do you give a shit what they think about and do you think they are sitting at home thinking about how you live your life and trying to control it from there they're not and if they are they are seriously that is seriously problematic and toxic but most people are just sitting there thinking about themselves so you should be thinking about yourself You should be going out and doing the thing. And it's so lucky for you that there are people like me that are willing to take the risk every fucking day by being ourselves, by saying this is who I am and then creating these spaces. And then you say no to yourself. Maybe later, maybe in six months, maybe next time. It's boring. It's such a boring script. I fly to Sydney to go to events that aren't here in Brisbane. I am willing to take these and this is this is what I do. I'm willing to sacrifice other things in order to go to places to have experiences that can't be done elsewhere. And I know that I'll take that global soon as well. I know I'll be able to go to things globally. But for now... There are things, there are experiences that you can access that are happening again and you're not accessing them. Lockdown is finished, but the lockdown is in here. It's an internal state of lockdown. The world is spinning again. People are creating things, events and retreats and 
everything again and you are still sitting at home scrolling and getting jealous and not allowing yourself. I'm going to have to go soon. I'm running low on bat. <laughs> not in here on that. <laughs> this battery is all fired up. So I implore you to really turn the mirror on yourself, to really get honest about are you fully living, to really get honest about are you allowing parts of yourself to die every menstrual cycle and every moon moon cycle. Thank you. Are you like if you if you come to me and you are half living, I want to know about how willing you are to die, to allow parts of yourself to die. And if you're not up for that task, then you're just going to keep half living. And that is not on anyone but you. You can't blame that on anyone. You can't blame politics, can't blame interest rates, can't blame these circumstances and that. That's on you because it's an internal job to really allow part to shed parts of yourself so that other parts can take up more space, the parts that you really desire. I know you've got the gumption, but I can't spoon feed you gumption. That's on you. That is on you. Oh, I love Leo season. I love it. <laughs> Does it for me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is where we feel alive, when we feel passion and anger and frustration, but we channel it into something that is generative and plant seeds so that change and revolution can happen. So don't just sit idle and sit on your frustration and allow yourself to get all pent up. Use it. Put it out into the world. Use your voice. Use your body in the bedroom, in the boardroom, in your business and brand. Use it. Stop sitting there. Woe is me. Pity party. Mm, No one's paying me attention. Pay yourself some attention and know, like, if you are not up for being in this space on the internet, if you're not up for being on my email list, please just go, go. I don't want anyone here that feels ambivalent about me or anyone that's like, I love her, I don't like her, I love her. Fuck off. Like, please go. If you are not here for this and you are not up for this, that is okay. Just don't be here because it's an energy drain on this space. I am only here for the women that don't want to be in their little girl anymore. And that's who I work with. And that's who gets the most out of this work. And I know that they can do things like watch lives like this and get thousands of dollars of value because they've said yes to themselves and committed to a process and have heard my words be personalized to them. I know that they get so much more value from this than you get if you haven't committed to one of my many offers I've had over the years. So I'm looking for the women, like my reel is, where are the women? I'm not going to scoop you up and like and cuddle you I will cuddle you if you turn up to something in real life I will cuddle you energetically 
if we are in a sacred container together where you've said yes to yourself and you've done something scary and you have not let your little girl make the decision, but your woman inside, your sovereign woman inside. Okay, that feels complete. If you've stayed on, congratulations. You've just already received a very free and abundant up level. Allow yourself to die and you can be unapologetic and you can be in your woman. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. I see you. I see all of you. Thank you. So this is a call. Have a look at what I have on offer. If you are not clear what I have on offer, I am always in my stories letting you know what's coming up. And if you want to talk about a way to work with me one-to-one, hop in the DMs and I'll get back to you tomorrow. But stop holding yourself back and stop playing the game of I don't have time, I don't have energy, I don't have money, wah, 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 wah. You're not going to be satisfied on your deathbed. And I am here for your success and your satisfaction, but that can only happen when you step forward and make yourself known. I'm not going to rescue you. I can't reach out to you. I don't know who you are. So make yourself known. Allow yourself to be seen by the woman who has seen it all. And I mean, I have seen it all. Nothing scares me. Nothing shocks me. Nothing surprises me. You are special and you are unique. But your issues are universal issues. You are not alone. So if you miss this, the replay is going to be up on the grid as soon as possible. Go back. There's plenty of gems in there for your fire to be stoked, for your fire to be put ablaze. No excuses. Go back and watch this. And if you're brazen enough, When you see the replay on the grid, put in the comments what it is that you're going to action or what words really ignited you to allow a death so that you can be in your fullest power, you can be unapologetic and you can change your life and change the world. This is so important. This is vital. This is necessary and you desire it and don't ever overlook that. Big, big love. (laughs) 